This week's episode of the Whiskey Sour Hour, Simon and I decided to talk about music with our top five favorite albums. However, this was recorded before the tragedies that happened at Astroworld last weekend. So we want to give a quick moment of silence to those affected, and we're going to come on and give our full opinions on this week's After Hours. What's wrong with Whiskey on a Wednesday? What up and welcome to another episode of the Whiskey Sour Hour. I'm half your host, Evan, a.k.a. The Movie Martyr, and here with me, as always, my man, Saman. Saman, a.k.a. Saman Almighty. Back at it again. You better get hype. It's a top five episode. It's another top five list. This has been long awaited, actually. Yeah, dude. I mean, top five lists are some of our favorites. I love doing top five lists. If it was up to me, every episode would be a top five list. Dang, for real? Top five lists, though, it really just shows, like... It's honestly really fun to do. It just shows like what we enjoy because our lists are kind of similar though from here and there from our past episodes. There was something one, at least one or two from both of us were the same. So yeah, I don't usually. know about this one though. I don't know about this one though. We'll see. I don't think you'll have any of mine. Maybe, maybe one, but I highly doubt it. I would definitely agree. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see though. So tell, let them know what we're doing today then. Well, I mean, they know it's in the title. It's top five music albums. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so my, my thing is, we talk about movies a lot. We talk about music. But you and I, we don't have the same movie taste, and we do not have the same music taste. And our music taste is further from our movie taste than, like, anything else. You know what I mean? So, like, right. I think the only similarity is that we both listen to rap. And that's probably yeah, about Yeah, hip-hop it. for the most part, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah for real so yeah i think this is probably going to be the list that we don't have any similar ones on there i don't think we're going to have any of the same um but as usual i'll let you figure out how we want to break it down you want to go five to one or one to five let's go one to five this time one to five okay so so best to worst my favorite is like far 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 from my least favorite you know what i mean your what like my 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 least favorite is a lot worse of an album than my number one. You know what I mean? So we're going to start uh, presumably see. with some pretty good stuff musically. And then I'm just going to be honest. It declines into my preference. You know what I mean? Right, right. Okay. So is yours similar in that fashion? You got something heavy up, up at the front and then kind of more personal at the back? Or is it just heavy hitters all the way through? I just did it in terms, I structured my list in terms of how many songs on the album I like literally like liked or I listened to the that's most. A, that's a great way to put it. I tried to do that at like, first. Through the album, <laughs> if there's like only two songs, I was like, nah, it's not worth it. Yeah. If there was like five, six, I'd be like, okay, that's like worth putting on the list. That's kind of how I structured mine. It wasn't necessarily like heavy hitters or whatever you were saying but it was just in my preference of like not and most of these albums aren't really recent it's more like kind of some throwback ones low key yeah i mean most of mine are throwbacks i tried to do what you were gonna do that's what i was gonna say is i was gonna do okay how many you know it's got to be as a percentage it's got to have so many banger songs but then right. i realized 
there are more than five albums that I think I listen to just all the way through that are like full, complete, good albums and shit like that. Um, right. And so I just had to narrow it down to picking one album from like my top five artists, quote unquote. Even though that's not the yeah, same. Yeah, I switched up the artists too. I didn't use two of the same ones. I didn't use a lot of the same ones, but a lot of them are the same. But uh, I mean, it <laughs> is what it is. It is what it is, though. I tried I to, try to just, pick people know. that put together good albums. You know what I mean? Like right. the album felt complete. They thought through it. Um, some of the stuff that I'm sure we're going to answer when we get to the questions of the week. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, so I'll go first as usual. Uh- <laughs> All right, Saman's number one. So number one, man, if you guys listened to before, you already know who my favorite rapper is. So I had to put one of their albums first. So with my number one spot for this top five list, I went in, I went with Baby on Baby by The Baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So the reasoning for this, I mean, Baby on Baby, this album pretty much jump-started, not jump-started, but really got his foot in the water in terms of like just his music career. I feel like ever since Baby on Baby dropped, that yes, shit sir. was popping. And that's facts. I mean, Baby the Baby, the song, Baby on Baby, the song is fire. Walker Texas Ranger, freaking, there's like, if I could bring up the list, I should probably bring up the list. But almost every song on there was something I was like listening to on like a day to day, you know what I'm saying, during yeah. that time when it re- released. So this came out, I think like 2019 is when um, he dropped that because he wasn't rapping for that long. Yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it was his, so he popped yeah. pretty well. Yeah, 2019 is when this album released. So we got Taking It Out, Fire, Shug, Fire, Going Baby, Pony is Fire, Babysitter's Decent, um, Walker, Texas Ranger, as I said, Joggers is okay. So that's already like only four songs I didn't say was it was like, what was it? So about 13 songs, so only four of them I didn't like. So I mean, okay. that's pretty good sitting. And it honestly, from that album, really got me more like intrigued and like enjoyed the baby's music. And that's why I started listening to him more and more. So that was why I chose that for my number one spot here. Okay. So then that's the that's one of the things I want you to keep in mind is how many songs on it are good. And then the other thing I want to try and tie in through all of them is how often you go back to it. So even though it's not that long ago. I mean, the baby. I know. I know how often you go back to, to. Yeah, I, I don't know about that specific album, but I mean, shit. For songs to on there, at least like some of them. Taking it out. I mean, I know that Walker Turns and Ranger. I listen to those not yeah. like all the time. Probably at least once a week. Yeah. So those are the things that I want to focus on as we go down the list. Um, my number one. You're not going to be surprised. We try not to talk about him too much anymore because he really did me uh, dirty lately. <laughs> oh, bro but okay okay picture this though picture this though it's 2013 it's freshman year you're riding around in the car with your friends and somebody puts a song on the radio that you you haven't heard before and that's that's unique to me because i always had the new stuff i was always listening to the stuff at the day it came out who's this new artist and you hear him come in and he does his little ad lib and then my life changed, bro. It was acid rap, Chance the Rapper. Like, wow, I knew it. I, right as you said, we don't talk about him as much. I'm I was saying, like, wow. bro, I stopped wearing the hat for a reason, bro. It's yeah, it's, he did. I mean, come on now, but he was wearing that shit heavy, guys. 
bro, that was my staple, bro. People knew me as Chano. Like that was it was it was bad. Damn. But yeah, I mean, he was throwing up threes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was because of this album, though. Like this album. Let's talk about how you know complete the album is. You go from good ass intro to good ass outro, and every song in between is fucking good. Like it, it feels complete, and it like. We're going to talk about it later because it is most definitely not an album. It's a mixtape. So already with the list, we're kind of breaking that. But I kind of assumed based off a question that we're going to answer later, Mm. it's going to be the same thing. Um, But I mean, there's so many different reasons, so many different memories, so many different times that I have with this album that like. I couldn't imagine putting any of these other, even though some of them are pretty big pieces of like my music life i none of them come close to like the experience i had when i got home that night looked it up on fucking i think it was soundcloud at the time is soundcloud or datpiff that was like the only two yeah i, I remember a lot of shit was going on datpiff.com yeah and you could get there like you can listen <laughs> to the whole thing without the commercials or ad breaks and so like those were the only spots and i just remember hopping on listening to it all the way through and like dude fucking the way that i thought about music like the composition of songs and like the shit that you could do in a quote-unquote rap song and then they're using instruments that i've never even fucking heard of i'm like this is fucking incredible from then on i was like all right bro like anything that this guy does i'm gonna keep my eyes on and he disappointed me not very long later so that's why we don't talk about him but i mean it'd be wrong not to give that top spot to the top album in my mind yeah Fair enough, fair enough. I don't know. But if we're talking about throwing it on repeat, that album and the previous mixtape, 10 Day, those two mixtapes stay on my playlist pretty much every time that I make a new one. A new favorites or a new, oh, this is what my top one of the year, that's in there every time. Spotify most played, all that shit, it's always in there. I mean, I return to that album probably more than, than any. Which I kind of had a feeling that I was going to, he had to be on your list at some point. Yeah, so. dude, you knew. you knew. I wasn't surprised. So, I guess moving on to my second pick then. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, my second pick, man, I'm going with My Turn by Lil Baby, man. Sheesh. Okay, lots of babies on there. Okay. Yeah, Lil Baby and the Baby had to be on. I've actually been listening to a lot of Lil Baby, actually, not as much as the Baby. Um, and it's kind of more, not even his new shit. This is like more like on his throwback shit. Um, I don't know. I just really enjoy some of his music, man. Um, I think he's still pretty big, man. He's hot. Oh, he's dude, hot, yeah. 100%. But like, But yeah. But anyway, so my turn. This album was like 2020. He dropped like two more, I think. But 2020. So let's see. So this album had 20 songs on it so i don't even know what's the average average is like what 12 13 i don't know because that's uh i mean again that's one of the questions of the week we'll just we'll answer it now is is there a difference between an album and a mixtape the answer is yes but the question is do you care or like is that relevant like is that does that i even think mixtapes are relevant though it's Who not that I don't think person? it's not even that I don't think that mixtapes are relevant. It's that I don't think that people know the difference. I don't think that common fans know the difference. What it is, is like so. the way that the a lot of the times it's just the beat. Like if the beat's sampled and the sample's cleared, 
then it can go ahead and be on an album. You can make money off it. If it's a beat that's not, you know, whatever, then it's a mixtape. So, like, if you go back and listen to Acid Rap, there are... One of the things I liked about the album is, like, there are beats on there that are, you know, they're beefed up, they're worked on, but they're from YouTube. Like, if you just type in type beats, blah, blah, blah. Not Chance right. the Rapper type beats. Like, beats that I had heard long before I had heard Chance the Rapper. Like, he's doing the I same see. thing, going through so YouTube and finding them. beats. And, like... I think that some of the best work can come from the freedom of not having to worry about the label or some of most every rapper's first thing is a mixtape because they don't have that label to get them beats and stuff like that. And like to get them clearance to use these samples and blah, 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 all the shit that people don't care about. But at the end of the day, the difference between an album and a mixtape is how you can promote it and how you're where it can go and like that's why mixtapes are usually on soundcloud and not on spotify but now that's all changing and blah 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 and i mean yeah dude like it's 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 the boring side of it you know what i mean and i don't i don't think it's relevant because yeah that's what i'm saying i would mixtapes up until maybe two years ago I think you can do. Ago, I was thinking maybe like 2018. I mean, even then, but like, I still think that you can do just as well off a mixtape as you can off an album. It just doesn't mean like you can't tour a mixtape usually. No. You know what I, I mean? Can't. It's just good for people just up and coming, like just to get music out, really. Yeah. I just feel like it's just, just a just stepping stone. And it's like, Which it's I don't just kind of like a no thing. With singles either, though. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but you can definitely overdo it. I think that like that's part of it, building a complete album is like yeah, having a couple of singles. singles out first, and then and put those in the mixtape with like at least like. But when you got twenty songs, I mean, shit, you can throw a couple singles out. You know what I mean? Right. That's what I'm saying. So like, that's crazy. This, like, usually albums are longer than mixtapes. I mean, I know Freaking. that. So, like. so there. So the so twenty. So I like heating up's hella good. Grace, whoa, uh, emotionally scarred is fire. Uh, no sucker, some some to prove that's fire too. Fucking, um, I'd say like those are the best ones. I think those so are bangers. Uh, I mean, I listen to one, a good two or three of those. They're at least on my playlist. Six. That's like six or so. Yeah, but I mean, when you have that big of an album, you can really experiment. You can you, you can know, really experiment. But I threw them on there because I do listen to a lot of a lot of little babies. So that's two to fairly new rappers, though. To be, I on wouldn't here. say they're fairly new. I mean, the baby. If you is look at the new, actual we'll game, like it's it's tricky because there's rappers coming up every freaking day now. Every like, day, though. If you told me back in the day, oh, I've been rapping for three years, and the dude has two albums out, I'd be like, yeah, he's still kind of green. Like, think about how many albums Wiz Khalifa has put out. I should, well, that fool. You know what I, I mean? I or mixtapes, yeah. I should say. But, like, think about how long Snoop's been in the game. Or, like, people like that. Like, when Flocka goes and drops an album, like, this isn't his right. second album. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it's so interesting. I see what you're saying. So they're, but they hit, though. That's what I'm saying, though. That, like, exactly. They, yeah. They fucking, they deserve the spot. I'm not saying they don't. They deserve the spot. That's, that's what you listen to, to, you know? So, yeah. So that's my second pick. Yeah, no, I'm just drawing differences from your list and mine. Mine is, again, I'm kind of cheating, but it's a combination. It is Live From Space, Mac Miller's album. So, like, 
He did. Magmillar. Yeah, he did a couple different, <laughs> did a couple different variations of couple different songs. Just recorded them live at concert and fucking put that shit out. That was Mac Miller at his best, in my opinion. I remember like, when his, I don't know what that first song called, but I remember hearing that first song that we. Was it Nike's On My Feet? It was like. Maybe Best Day uh, Ever. It was probably off Blue Slide Park. He was like um, in the like couch. It was like a couch, like the music video. It's like a, I think it like the intro is like he was like sitting on a couch with like Smokey the Bear or some shit. Yeah, yeah, that was a little mascot they did. They used to do. I think it might have been like Kool Aid and frozen pizza, something like that. But it was out of that era, and so like I think through all the times that we listened to Mac, I that was my favorite that he's ever been. Like that live stuff. Like again, just bringing instruments that you don't traditionally hear while you're listening to a rap album into that zone is just so right. crazy to me. And he's doing it all with the live drums and the and the band and like. You know, he's involved in the audience and like you just get all that. And I feel like it's I don't know, I feel like it's a it's a better experience than just like listening to those songs on the on album that. as they've been, you know? Like they're right. different, that's for sure. Um it's not for everybody, but I definitely think that a lot of people look at like swimming and they're like, Man, he was he peaked, bro. He peaked right at the end. It's like, Well, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily feel that way because we listen to a lot of old school Mac, like Blue Slide Park and fucking Missed calls and all that shit, like knock knock and fucking yeah, I don't know. like that shit to me led into the live shit, and then the live shit was the peak, and then you kind of go from there. And he didn't get worse, but that was definitely it for me. Um, I don't think there's a bad song on that album, and then repeatability, same shit. I go to it, yeah, hella repeatability, often. yeah, hella often. I throw at Not least really one of those songs on every time I drive to wherever the fuck I'm going next. Damn. Rest peace, Mac. And then I yeah, remember, dude. I think he had his own show too at some point, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it was on MTV back when MTV. ridiculousness like just started yeah. and shit. Yeah, so I remember watching that shit as well. I was like, damn. That's tough yeah, though. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It was, I mean, we listened to him just as much as we listened to Wiz Khalifa, if we're being honest. I mean, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just is what it is. He was super influential to not have yeah, him. Yeah, people are still, like, sad about it. Yeah, just, like, to not have him still doing shit, it's like, what the fuck? Like, it's like, damn. Yeah, people are like, damn. Yeah, so Mac Miller, huh? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, honestly, I think that if we were just sticking to, like, who put together the best album, it's probably him. Like, okay. the way that he thinks about albums is just on another level. Like, if you look at Swimming... And then on to circles and they, you know, they talk about his whole swimming in circles was the theme. And like, you know, both albums were, it was two halves of a whole and it was the whole yin and yang duality. And like the way that he thinks about albums and like, you can go and listen to all of his old albums, the, the ends of the last song always go with or match or flow with the net first song of the next album. Like it was all fluid, you know? And like to give that kind of care to, to your work is just fucking dope damn hell yeah man yo so let's hear your number three big three number three i'm gonna go with honcho jack jack honcho Ooh, that's a good one bro that's a, a great one i know this fire as fuck bro good ass memories from this album yeah and and it gives us a chance to talk about collab albums bro collab right. albums. collab albums honcho jack jack honcho so this album 
came out. I don't. It was like, let me see. Damn. 2017 but anyways i remember listening to this album because we went on a cali trip it was the one the last trip we went with with bali so i remember playing like hella like this shit through the drives and shit and cali and so yeah. i was really liked it too but honestly oh, yeah. hell of a it was a hella good fucking collab album so we're looking at about about 10 10 uh, not episodes but 10 10 songs on there and we yeah, got yeah. How You Feel was hella good. Go, Dubai shit. Honcho Jack's still pretty good. Modern Slavery's all right. So at least 50% of it was pretty fucking good. Like, I'd yeah, say dude. repeatability's there. And then, like, some bangers, bro. I still throw that shit on. Like, when it comes on, I'd be like, damn, that's a fucking fire. Yeah, you know what I mean? honest to God. And I didn't get a Travis uh, album on mine. He really puts together a good album. And I felt like... That's one of the things that the Migos lack in general is like they have a good vibe and like all their albums feel, you know, put together in the sense that they have the same vibe throughout. Like it doesn't like change, you know, feels throughout the album. But I mean, like the storytelling, like, I don't know. It just like they don't really they know how to make it hot, but it's like there's not that that wave or like that that fucking roller coaster that you're gonna go on with a fucking travis album and like that shit was that shit was there like it was it was wild because you look at like the performer that travis is and he brings that to his songs yeah he really does yeah and that's the shit that i felt like like when you listen to a travis song you picture him on stage when you listen to migos you picture him in the booth that's just how it is to me Um, i see what you're saying yeah, and so I felt like it gave it gave him a chance to like kind of do that shit, you know. Like it, it was a, it was better. I liked him a lot better on that album than I have on his own. It was just Quavo though. It wasn't the other Migos. Well, I no, think I know that's what I'm saying though. Like like when he worked with Travis, I liked it better than he did when he's on his you. own albums. Like yeah, like Culture just, Three and shit. Yeah, I mean like there are bangers on that Culture shit. Was, yeah, but, there was bangers on that shit, but. But it's not on my. It's not on my. Migos list. is still hot, so I had to put at least one of them. On the <laughs> at list. least one of them. At least oh, yeah. one of the Migos. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Sheesh. No, they didn't make mine. They didn't make mine. My uh, my number three probably won't surprise you either. It's a Death Race for Love by Juice World. Right? Ooh, Death Race, Death Race. It's different when you've seen it live. It's different. If I had seen Chance the Rapper live, if I had been able to see or been able to see Mac Miller while he was alive, like, oh, man, it'd be different. Whole different experience. But, Which one did you say? Death Race for Love? Yeah, man. So, like, Death that was the concert. Okay. That was his That was his second one. So, like, that was his, or I don't even know, I guess, for, I don't know, album-wise, mixtape-wise, but whatever. But that was the big tour. We get tickets long in advance. We were waiting on the day. We go. It's lit legendary it's one of the best concert experiences that you can have and then i ended up seeing him a couple times after that so like it was it's one of those things where like seeing somebody that many times that close you kind of get get a sense of like you know you have all the behind the scenes stuff that you're talking about with like the mac miller show or the day-to-days with Wiz khalifa and like you start to feel like you get to know this person and then what happened happened and he's not with us anymore either and it's like 
fuck, dude. Like, super grateful to have gone to the show and have experienced the album live. But, like, damn, dude, I want another album. Like, holy shit. Like, if we were specifically just talking about, uh, like, subgenres in rap, our favorite subgenres, Juice World is my favorite subgenre. Like, that shit, it's not crazy fast rapping, but he will rap fast. And then it's not singing, but he will throw some auto-tune on that bitch. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's just, like, it's different. And, like, to hear the stories about how he freestyled most of his songs and just, like, took three takes and was like, pick which one you want to use. Yeah. what? Like, it's just recording, uh, is it Lucid Dreams he recorded? In the hotel room with a microphone with a sock over it. like With a sock on it. And he said he didn't even like that song. Exactly. I mean, like, come on, dude. Like, it's just the talent there was immaculate. And I think it really showed with that fucking album. Like, it's put together, has a story. Even though he's always talking about getting his heart broken, that's the fucking story. And, like, you you can't go wrong. I think a big thing for an album is its ability to translate into what is ultimately going to be the bigger thing, which is the tour. And so like, Mm. you know, the merch and like everything else that comes with it, you know, what did the t-shirts to the new Felly album look like? Okay, cool. You know, it makes you like the album better. It has to do with the artwork. It's all the same color, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's the whole scheme. They come up with it months in advance, but you take like Astro world and that became bigger than the album. You know what I mean? Because of the shows. It honestly did, yeah. Yeah, it's just the way to level it up. And the Death Race for Love merch, the shows, everything that he did with that was lit. Like, it was made the album better than it was. That's one of those where I listened to it the first day. And, like, you know, it's on that first listen that you're always like, damn, dude, I wonder. Oh, shit. No, I, I, I stopped wondering, bro. I, I, don't, I don't think people aren't going to like it. I think people are going to fucking love it. And now you start wondering how much are people going to love this shit? This shit's fire. And I'm only four songs in like, Oh my God, I hope it all. And you're riding through that album and you're going through and you're like, damn dude, I hope it stays. I hope it stays like, and every song is good. It's like, fuck. Oh shit. This is going to be huge. You get done and you log online and it's like, yep, it's fucking huge. Biggest shit ever. It's just, just wild to me. Like the amount of people that would be talking about that, that type of shit at that time. Right. Like, when we're talking, like, X and, like, Juice X World. Shit, bro. I'm, yeah, bro, that's sad, actually. Because X was trying to do some good, man. They got his ass. Yeah, and then Lil Uzi Vert. Like, I'm talking, like, Lucifer. at that point when they were big, like, when Lil Uzi Vert dropped that fucking, I don't know, I'm blanking on the name of the album right now. Um, yeah, I'm not really familiar with his. But it album. was the All My Friends Are Dead shit pushed me to the edge. All My Friends Are Dead. Pluto. Yeah, that shit. Well, that was, I don't know. But my point is, when he dropped that, like, Lil Uzi Vert versus the world or some shit. Right. It, like, people were paying so much attention to music. Concerts were so big. Rolling Loud was so important. Like, and it's not that it's not getting back to that way, but, like, having a good album Magic. comes from all that shit. Like, it matters so much that it comes from all that shit. Like, that shit breeds a good album. You know what I mean? Because they're living yeah. that shit. They want that shit. They're fucking, they're and surrounded by to be relatable, it. too. I mean, I feel like Juice had a lot of relatability. 100%. We all got girl problems. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That shit annoying. <laughs> 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 oh, man. 
That shit cracks me up. But um, I have to back you up on that one, though. So my number four is going to be Goodbye and Good Riddance by Juice Oh, World, okay. Okay. Nice. I, I, nice. That's what I was guessing. It was going to be Juice World. Yeah, I knew it was kind of going to be Juice World that ours was going to be similar, but I, it was a de- debate for me as well. I was like, Goodbye, Good Riddance or Death Race by Love, but... I couldn't I have chosen if I hadn't seen it live. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you went live, like, so it makes it was sense. so close. But so I close. had to go goodbye and good riddance, man. Fucking gosh, I think that, what was that? Wasn't that his first one though? His yeah. first album? Yeah, goodbye and good riddance. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying though. So that was a hell of a good episode, or not? He's so tuned into the whiskey sour hour episodes. I know we were talking it about it. <laughs> Hey man, we're plotting episodes, man. We're plotting episodes. Yeah, we were plotting episodes. But it was a hell of a good album. And that's actually another album that like got me onto Juice World in general. Obviously Lucid Dreams was on that album. Yeah. Everybody, man. bro. Yeah, that Legendary. was good. All girls are the same. That was fire. Lean with me. And that shit's that. true. It's still true. Like, you gotta find the different girl, man. <laughs> that's what I'm There's not saying. that many different ones, bro. A lot of them are the same. Or they act the same. Yeah, bro. It's I don't like, know. Damn, but he, he comes in and he's got good bars. He doesn't, like I said, he doesn't completely obliterate it uh, speed-wise every time like he can. He really comes in and he fucking, he's got the melodies on lock, you know? Like, it's just. And that's when you had, like, that was like, I think those are pretty much all made out of, like, hotels and shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, like you do what you gotta SoundCloud do. SoundCloud shit. Like, for all those SoundCloud people that are trying shit. to do music. You started somewhere. Like, all these rappers started from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It started from somewhere as in, like, not, like, a, like high. I'm just saying, like, they started with, like, whatever they had is what I'm saying. Fucking sock over a microphone. Do what you got to do. If you are if you have talent, then fucking, fucking put forth behind that shit and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, like, it's super simple to me, too, because, like, if, you know, if you want to compare it to anything it's like a lot of other hobbies and shit like some people want to do some shit that's never been done before like i mean i'm gonna take it to movies because that's where i always take it but like if i want to you know film this movie well nobody's filmed the movie that i want to film yet so like i don't really have a fucking straight go-to on what i need to do like because i'm gonna do some new shit i'm gonna do some shit that's never been done before blah 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 that's what everybody's wanting to do but with music like i don't know it's the same feeling i'm sure but like at the same time there's so much more examples of it and so much more variety and like so much more preference yeah and like just like options because there's preference and shit like that like that you really can find somebody who's doing pretty close to what you want to do and like learn from them do what they're doing figure out how they do it somebody reached out to me and they're like check out my song and it literally did not start like they did not start fucking talking or rapping or singing or anything until like 40 seconds in and it's just fucking beat, bro. And I'm like, thirty seconds in, like, bro, you're not Kanye West. Like, you you can't do that. Like, it's my my first I know, advice. I haven't even heard point. your first bar yet. But my first advice is like, spit that shit right when it comes in, because like nobody's off listening, rip, bro. Man. Look at look at what the baby did, man. Damn. Straight off the rip, because that's off what I would say rip. to say to most people that are trying to do stuff like that is like nobody's listening. You gotta I'm come you with have something. People listening, yeah. It's this. It's no different than a podcast, or if we no upload different. a YouTube series or anything like that. 
nobody's listening until you say the dope shit. Like, you got to do it. You got to prove that there's a reason to be here listening. Like, nah, like, you know, don't, don't just like expect somebody to be sitting in their car, shuffling through Spotify and you got 40 seconds of fucking white noise and fucking waves crashing and fucking do 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 on the fucking piano. Like nobody, nobody's doing that. And there's a reason. It's because people aren't listening if you're 45 seconds in and you want to tell them about your story now. You're 45 yeah, bro, seconds like too late, bud. Short attention span, bro. Look what TikTok did, bro. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what TikTok did. <laughs> it's exactly what TikTok, what TikTok did. did. People don't oh, man. Fuck. TikTok fucked the album game up. Up. And helped That's it in the, a way, though. Nah, I mean, we're talking about singles. Because they though. had songs. Oh, singles, yeah. Now it's just like, a oh, lot of singles, 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 singles. Pre-save, shit, pre-save. Bro. Tons of singles popped out that shit. I'm still, I have pre-save songs that I'm waiting on. It's like, yeah. you know, it's a great tool for marketing for up and coming. You know, That's what I'm saying. That's what Gary Vee was saying to these people. Like, get on TikTok or you're going to regret it. You know what I'm saying? Yup. Yup. And that's with not just music, but like any content on TikTok. Get that real estate quick is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I feel you. And once you get on TikTok, you just got to follow Whiskey Sour Hour. Yeah, make sure you follow us on Whiskey Sour Hour, man. And Saman Almighty and the movie Martyr. You know what's <laughs> going on. Oh, Jesus. Um, all right, so that's your number four. Yeah, that was my number four. Let's see. R.I.P. Juice, but my number four, I, I, think, I think I might put my number four above that just barely. It is Revenge of the Dreamers 3 by Dreamville. So talk by about collab Dreamville. albums. Yeah, that's that a good shit. Idea. Yeah. The collab album to end all collab albums. Like, that shit. There's that documentary on YouTube. I highly, highly suggest that. That's some of the best content I've seen in a while. Of Um, the making of it? Yeah. And so, like, they talk about how they brought in all these producers. They rented out this studio for, like, I could be wrong, but it's, like, a couple days. I don't know. But all these producers, all these rappers, both from the label. Everybody from the label, Dreamville, J. Cole's label. Mm -hmm. And then... um just other people that they were fucking with at the time. You know, you got ski mask on there and they talk about just like every room was like fire and you were like battling to like get your bars out quick enough so that you could spit something and it end up on the song and then hope that somebody doesn't have something iller to like come in and take you off. Cause it was just that competitive. And like, I think that amount of competition and like having that environment of just so much talent probably like the most talent that's been in one studio block for like a a good few years you know what i mean like at the same time and you got all of them together just feeding off each other fucking energy 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 and then there you there you have it i think the best collab album of all time it's crazy some of the bars on that album are some of the most creative shit yeah yeah i agree on that it's crazy and i fuck with dreamville j cole's one of my favorite rappers but like more on like a personal level like i don't i play him when i'm alone i play him right when i'm fucking working out at the gym i play him you know i don't play him in the car when i'm with my friends and like everybody else but it's just like boss like i've got a few good songs he's on dreamville i've got a few songs that i like of his i like everybody on there earth gang is amazing jid is one of my favorite rappers and i'm so happy that he's over there but but like, even Jid, I haven't been listening to enough of him lately, bro. Like, yeah, me, I never really got into him heavy. 
his rapping ability is just crazy, but it's just unfathomable. The Never Story too, bro. If you want to check some shit out, that shit's crazy. But um, it's just having the whole group together. It just made it feeding off each other. Fucking a cohesive album coming from all that shit is crazy hard to do, and they did that. Like, I don't know. And the returnability, I, I listen to that shit all the time, all the time. Under the Sun was on that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, that shit fire. <laughs> I think that shit's the first I'll song I'll or the, the second verse, song. Though, I think it's the first. I mean, the baby's verse on that is straight Phenomenal. the best one. And it starts that album off. It's like, oh, shit, it's not just Dreamville people. Like, oh, shit. Like, holy. F-, you know, like, he comes in and just bodies loot, like, out of nowhere. Like, yeah, bodies. Like, how, J. Cole, how are you going to let him do that to your homie, bro? Like, but that's just how it worked. Like, it was just competition on competition. Yeah, it was. That's fire. That would have been a great tour. Um, let's see. Let's see. Does that put I us at your number five? five? Is that your yeah, last it one? Does. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. All right. So, number five, man. This one was kind of hard to come up with, but I'm going with Life of a Dark Rose by Lil Skies. Oh, Legit. okay. I'm happy to see <laughs> Lil Skies pop up in the conversation. I kind of forget about him. Yeah, bro. I don't really listen to him anymore, to be honest. But I feel like that album had a lot of good banger bangers on it. So you know what kind of cracks me up? What? I've seen him. I've seen him live too. And like when when we rap and like when we fuck around and like when we do stuff, you kind of you kind of have that little skies vibe. Like for real? Wow. (laughs) You would say that. I got them tattoos on my face. I use that shit as motivation. (laughs) He's just kind (laughs) of. He's not like he's not giving it his a hundred percent effort. Yeah, his you know bars I mean? like, could be a He probably better. could. It has some just better. I just mean the cadence. Though. Like he could, because I say that because you're not a rapper. Like and you're not. We're just fucking around most of the time. So like yeah. you're not giving it your hundred percent. But like when he's on stage and shit, it just shows like he could have spent him. He could he can rap faster than he raps in his song. Right. You know what I mean? Like you could just tell like he's on stage and he's ready, but. He could rap a lot faster if he wanted to. Hella tattoos, though. Hella tattoos, though. Yeah, dude. He's got a great vibe. A really good, unique sound. Like Yeah, unique sound for sure. So I'd say, like, so this album, Life of a Dark Rose, that's when he first started getting his face tatted up. Not first, but that's when he got that rose tatted on his face, though. But anyways, yeah. so Welcome to the Rodeo, Fire. Best song on the album, by far. Yeah, Welcome to the Rodeo. I still listen. I still bump that shit. Yeah, Red Roses with Landon. That's probably a lot of people's like fucking favorite is Red Roses. Yeah, Red Roses. Uh, Big Money was fire. Nowadays, so those are the both ones. But those main like those first three were the best in my opinion. And it was just like the vibe because I remember like listening to that whole album like just because I think before yeah because Lyrical Lemonade was like pushing his shit before he got like usually how people blow up nowadays but i think it was red roses that's such a good point bro lyrical bro they were huge in his come up huge in his come up and juices and and chance helped them get kind of big and then blue face like all these people that like i mean nowadays it's just now started to slow down to where not every person he has to be selective well it, yeah that too but like not if they're releasing music videos so often that not every person is watching every music video for As every person that before. they're supporting but it was back in the day like when it was the juice world peak when it was the Lil uzi vert peak like 
all of these people, it was like the best single on their album was going to be a Lyrical Lemonade video. And people were going to wait and it was going to premiere and it was going to be the dopest music video. They had like a run for like two or three years that really made their company big and kind of bridged that gap to what they are now with the whole summer smash that they do and the music content and merch that they collaborate and do now. But they bridged that gap from they started as a fucking media website. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Blog. Commenting on, yeah, blogging on Chicago music. Like, you know what I mean? And that, like, those music videos and, like, people like Lil Skies, Juice, like, that shit is what took them. It's mutual, but it took them to the next level. Yeah, of course. Crazy shit. Yeah, it was definitely mutual. Crazy shit. I'm I'm excited to see, like, Lyrical in, like, 10 years once it's been a company. And like, bro, like that's what I'm saying. Lyrical is like they made some great progress, bro. Their work that's cool. coming out of them or it's fucking great A shit, bro. Yeah, dude. Cole Bennett, huge inspiration. Cole huge Bennett, inspiration. bro. And like, that fool go. Shout out to the homie. That fool always wearing Burks though. That fool needs to chill. <laughs> <laughs> he is always wearing Burks. That's like his shit. It's like his shit. I know. He works with the homie that did my number five album though. I mean it got to number five, and I was like, okay, which album of this person's am I going to pick? Because he's got to be on there. Listen to his albums. I rep him more than anybody else I know. It's Trippy Red, bro. Trippy Red Day. Damn. So, of the albums, because you got to keep in mind, Trippy was, at that point, Trippy was dropping two albums, three albums a year. And he Damn. still is, he hasn't really slowed down. He he's slowed down. He has a lot in the tank, though. Yeah, I mean, like, he slowed down a little bit, but, like, the albums are big. They're beefier. They're 20 songs. You know, they're 20 whatever. And like, he's all it's. It seems like tour songs, tour songs, tour more songs. Like he's consistent with it. But uh, the album I chose was a Love Letter E three. Honestly, it was tough, but that's the one that I felt personally had the most bangers. I mean, Trippy Red is weird because he he's an acquired taste. He is a acquired taste. I wouldn't even listen to him that much, to be honest. I think I listen to him mainly if he's not his singles, but mainly if it was like other people featured on it or stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, like, he's a good feature. And, like, I will say you've never been, like, against turning up to one of his songs. I ain't no rager, though. (laughs) (laughs) It gets a little mosh pity sometimes. I like a little mosh pit. Um, But it was tough. I had to narrow it down. You got... Love Scars 3 on here, which was probably the yeah, reason Love that... Yeah, Love Scars 3, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the reason that I picked this one. Um, but the the hard part was... Okay, so you've got, like, Topanga on there, which I don't like as much as everybody liked. Um, Negative Energy is good. Uh, Love Scars 3 and A Love Letter U3. And then fucking wicked and then you've got the fucking juice world collab the 1400 999 that's fire like that that's fair is probably that's why the album <laughs> that's why it got chose because you got to think about what i what i didn't put on there Big so 15. like well it was between that or a love letter too and so like bust down bro you know how often i play that shit bust all down? the time all the time bust down my wrist is bust down. It's bust down. It's bust oh, down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That shit, like, that shit goes hard as fuck. Hellboy, um, all that other shit. But, like, it's just, there's something about, like, him and Juice together that I really fucked with. It's, like, Juice and Ski, like. Yeah, Juice and Ski was fired, too. 
X and Ski was fired too. Dude, yeah. X Ski and Juice had a good thing going on. Like, yeah, they had, yeah. It's just, I don't know. They got him, bro. They got him, bro. Fuck. I'm just saying, bro. That Juice World collab was what made that album make the list because I've got, I've got, uh, I've got Life's a Trip. You remember, you remember Shake It Up, the Columbine one? Yeah, Columbine. That shit is fucking on Life's a Trip. So, like, that's probably my favorite trippy song. But still, Juice fucking, Juice made that shit. But, bro, they say you might be alive, though. Wait, what? Yeah, so that fool is actually Juice playing. World. Yeah, he's actually playing the role of Lucky, apparently. What? <laughs> it's another rapper. I don't know. Uh, but the Instagram form is Dead Boy, or what is it? Dead Boy Living? Or did what is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta get these facts straight. Uh, Dead boy life is what his Instagram at is. This fool pretty looks like Juice World. Nah, like a chubbier Juice World. No cap. Look at him. How do you spell it? How do you spell it? is it? Dead boy life. So they say this is all. Conspiracy theory shit, but they say <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a fat juice, bro. That's he looks I'm, like a fat juice. That's bro. what I'm saying, bro. So they say Nah, he ain't juice, bro. He, he could be though. He ain't no juice. Dead boy life though. Cause Juice World, he tweeted. Well, I mean it tweets a tweet, but he was like I'm gonna get fucking famous as fuck and then die, or fake my. I death know I've seen the tweet. Yeah, bro. you've seen the tweet. This will his dies nah, on this the guy's same eyes day. Are different. Jealous boy really feel like John Lennon. Fool dies on the same day as the birthday of John Lennon, December eighth, and then on someone else's album, like each first letter of the album or the song title spelled out, Juice World is alive. Fucking, uh, yeah, man, that fool might be alive still. Some conspiracy of the day for Okay, you. hold on. I'm about to, I'm about to DM you. I'm about to DM you one picture because I do need you to tell me, is that a picture of Juice World, or? That looks like Juice is, World to me. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm deep diving on this Instagram right now. I'm far down. Now, I'm about to drop you a picture what I need to know is, is this Juice World or is this this guy? I don't know if this is him being like a fan and being like, oh, shout out my boy. Or is that literally Juice World? He said, you know how we coming, boy, to Pluto and back. I'm in a few data banks. What? That looks like Juice, though. That looks exactly like Juice. That's the only one that I think he looks like Juice. Everything else, he looks similar and he looks like him, quote unquote. But that one, that could be Juice right fucking there. Look at the mustache on that picture versus every other picture. It's just not as full. Like, this dude's got a fuller facial hair than Juice had. But, like, that picture looks like Juice. Everybody on this picture is commenting, we miss you, Juice. Come back, please. R.I.P. Juice. Juice, Juice, Juice. Can't y'all stop saying he's Juice? Oh, bro, it's totally him. Like... (laughs) <laughs> but all these other ones, all these other ones, his hair don't look like that. I think that's literally, that one is just a picture of Juice. Look at his dreads and all the other ones. Yeah, the dreads, yeah, the dreads don't look the same. But that was just a conspiracy of the day for you guys. <laughs> all right, all right. Conspiracy of the day. I like it. 
I like it. Let me give him a whiskey fact before we get to the questions of the week. That's fine. Um, <laughs> this one's quick. I'll, I'll be quick about it. No conspiracy here. Canadian whiskey, a.k.a. Crown, whiskey with an E, was once known as Brown Vodka. Congratulations. This is your whiskey fact of the week. Yeah, this is whiskey. There's no E on it here. <laughs> on the can. I didn't. I just not realized that. That's that's interesting. You know, you see what on I'm the, looking at? <laughs> on the Crown Royal? Yeah, on the Coke. The can Cokes? Yeah, there is no E in the whiskey. That's interesting. I just realized until right now. I mean, it's interesting because, like, I'm looking at a Crown Royal bottle right now, like an actual bottle of Crown. No, it does not have an E. Yeah, it doesn't have an E. So then hang on a second. West Guy, though? (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, no, no, no. Hang on. I could be wrong, but when we were coming up with the show, I was like, wait. What's the way that you spell whiskey? Is it with an E or with a Y? I see it both ways. We looked up the difference. We found out the difference. And I thought that we decided to go with an E because that's the way that Crown spells it. Nah, they don't. Because it's Canadian. So were we just wrong or did I make that up in my head that that's what we... Why did we decide to spell it with an E then? Just an overall reference. <laughs> But I think I don't know. We have it documented somewhere back in the earlier episodes. But like we could, we might have the fact backwards. I don't know. But yeah, Canadian whiskey. Yeah, I just wow. Sheesh. <laughs> just finished that one. Dude. We might have to fact check ourselves. But yeah, who knows? You ready to get some questions of the week? Yeah, que- oh, yeah, questions of the week, man. These are actually kind of interesting. So we'll see what we're gonna. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you sound super ready. Um, all right, first one is, what's the last album you listened to, or what album did you listen to today? Damn. Last album I listened to. Let me pull it up, man. Probably easiest just to go. Yeah, exactly. It's probably easiest just to go to Spotify. Yeah. Let's see. They added Faces, uh, Mac Miller's Faces, to Spotify, so that was cool. That's one of the good albums. Let me see what this one's from. Oh, 100%. Album I've been listening to is Young Fell 2 by Felly. That was the last played song today. Felly dropped a new album. You know I'm always going to be listening to it. I fucking... Ugh, I love his vibe. Like, the way that he puts it together and shit. What about you? What are you, what are you listening to? Oh, I listened to a song from uh, Nav's album emergency tsunami friends and family okay okay i haven't checked that one out there are good songs song. on there is it yeah it's some okay. fire shit on there nav nav actually has some hits pretty good he pretty good next up we got do you think it's more important to have multiple bangers on one project or to have one solid theme and like tone like is it better for everything to kind of blend together or is it better to have an okay album and then a couple banger songs that's a good question. I'm going to, pers- my personal preference though, I would have to say if you have um, multiple bangers on the album and have like a few shitty ones. And so if it being an overall tone, I feel like it would just get bland towards like the fourth song. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I feel you. I think that that's the common, it's they're catering to the audience and like most people, that's what they want. They don't mind 
skipping through a couple songs exactly. and most of them are just going to add the favorite yeah. ones to their playlist. That's just what it is nowadays. I personally would like them to have a complete theme and feel like, you know, put together, but that's just not what's common these days. Yeah. I don't think it's as important. It's not common. Um, we kind of talked about that one, but has the difference between an album and a mixtape become irrelevant? I think so. I think I think so as it well. It kind of always was just because people didn't know the difference what it yeah they didn't know so it's just like it had to become irrelevant um some albums feel like mixtapes some mixtapes feel like albums but i don't think there's like a firm rule other than like the sampling and stuff like that like getting it cleared uh yeah that's a big there's not like a clear rule for like every square is a rectangle but not every rectangle is a square blah 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 like there's not a rule so i don't know um if you could, ooh, I like this one. If you could put any two artists on a song together, who would they be? So we talked a lot about collabs and who we like. What's a dream collab of yours? Dream collab of mine, bro? Damn, son. It's a hard-ass question. Um, I mean, shit, I'm thinking too, man. <laughs> I would have to say, I don't know if they have. I don't think they have. I'd say Juice and the Baby, man. I don't think they did. Uh, they might, I don't know. I think you might be right. I can't pick one off the top of my head, so Let it's me see a good sign. Um, let's see. If I had to put two people together that, like... I don't think they did. The Baby and Juice? Yeah, I don't think so. That's a hard-ass question, though. Oh, it's the hardest question. I don't think it'd be a very popular song, let's put it that way. But, like, if we put... Scroll through the artist. Trying to pair up this one, dude. Um, I'll tell you the first guy while I look. Remember Jaleel? That dude that's yelling all the time. Played a couple songs of his. Yeah, it starts the song yelling, Jaleel. No, I don't think so. Okay, well, if you look him up, he's got a pretty good vibe. And... Bro, I straight up cannot find it, bro. And it's the funniest thing in the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> I literally, I don't know. Like, I've played their songs. They're that rage group. They're kind of hype. Like, they do a lot of that live breakdown stuff. I can't even fucking think of the name of one of their songs right now. That's how bad my mind is blanking. But I want Jaleel to work with them. So I guess I'm going to have to choose two other artists because I can't think of it. Um <laughs> If I if if I if I think of that by the time that I'm editing, I'm totally gonna put it in. But for those of you who don't know, Simone went on like a a five minute spiel about his gym routine that I may or may not leave in. Like I'm pretty sure he doesn't want me to leave it in, but it's good information though. <laughs> they might get to listen to that after the outro plays. Um, shit, that shit was funny as fuck. No, if I had to pick one, uh, he's hella ragey, Josiah and. I mean, I could say Jaleel. Josiah and Tokyo's Revenge, they might have a song together already. Tokyo's Revenge, really? Damn. But I'm trying to think, man. Like, that group just escaped my mind, like, so hard. Like, it's not even, I don't know. It's just, it's just not even funny. Like, I'm, I should be worried about my brain right now, but I'm not. Uh, we got an episode to do. So, last and final question. This is a good one, too, man. I don't know. Might take even more time than that last one did. Oh. Hopefully some of that got cut out. Oh Hopefully. Oh, man. That shit was ridiculous, bro. 
technical difficulties and all rants yeah, I was and waiting all. until you found it I, was just, I just kept going kept going that was that <laughs> was honest at first I was making a joke of it because like I couldn't find it and I was just gonna let you go but then the rant started and then I really couldn't find it and then I was struggling <laughs> and then I come in and answer the question kind of and then I turn around and you're not on the phone anymore I'm like Jesus what are we doing oh, um <laughs> so let's answer this last question and get out of here um but it is a good one. If you could put your life story into an album, Fuck. what would the title be? What would the title be, man? Fuck. Because we had a book title one. The book title was Fire. The one I said, like, I don't know. It was a few episodes ago. Yeah, dude, I do remember. It was oh, like the, the ups and downs of Simon Lasani's life experience. That was, yeah, I wasn't that expecting was that. Fire. I do remember that. I actually that. put thought into that one. But this one, if my life was into an album. Yeah, because you got to remember, it's got to be an attention grabber. Um, um, okay, do you want me to go on a rant about what I did at the gym today? Nah. <laughs> so, like, basically, I want... <laughs> we can say, I'll say, um, we can say, Saman's Road to the Throne. <laughs> I think you should take your name out of the title of your mixtape, but yeah, Road to the Throne's not bad. Road to the Throne, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Saman's Road to the Throat. <laughs> Sounds like a high school PowerPoint. Um, <laughs> road to the Throne, bro. That's, yeah, that's fair. All right, that's all right. Decent. I'll take it. I'll take it. Mine's simple. I think, that, I think that people need to toughen up. I think that people are pansies nowadays. I think that people are too. You know, I like to be chill. And there's a time to chill. And there's a time to be laid back. And there's a time to get hype. And I think that people need to learn when that time is and the transition period between those two times is very important. Some might say the most important. Um, and that's what I would try to show people with my album. Um, you got, there's a time to be chill and there's a time to be high. You got to get in between. It's a roller coaster. I would probably just title that shit. How to mosh. <laughs> since, since you don't like mosh pits, I think I might have to title that shit. How to mosh. How to <laughs> mosh. Bro. Damn. I mean, yeah, just like, Cause it's like you gotta add something to it to make it a rap album. Are you gonna or... show them how to hammer fist, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking just like, like you gotta have something to to make it a rap album. I don't want to just title it "How to Life," but like that's what I'll be trying. How to live life, bro? With just a little bit of whiskey. With a little bit, just a little bit, guys. Yeah, bro. That's all you need. It's, it's the same. Little bit, bro. It's the same every week. I mean, it's like, damn. I, I, what is that we we talked about? What, what's that? Can seven percent in a seven percenter? Man, what is this? Twelve fluid ounces. That's nothing. Yeah, that's not. That's fine. You'll, You'll be, be straight, fine. like relaxed. <laughs> oh man, I laugh because like, is it a good mixture? I feel like we're kind of hype sometimes on the show. Sometimes we're laid back. Sometimes it's, I don't know. It goes slow, fast, slow, fast. Yeah, it depends on the moods. And topics, but I feel like it. I feel like you're gonna absorb it better with a shot of whiskey. Probably. That's facts. That's facts. All right, so that's a. I mean, that's a top five episode right there. That's, that's one a of banger. It's one of our favorite things to do, bro. I'm telling you, it'll be. We've got the end of the year pretty booked up. It'll be a minute before we do another one. We might do one top five before the end of the year, but I would be, I would be surprised if we did any more than that before the end of the season. So yeah, I got a lot of. Stuff coming up. We got shit planned, guys. Booked up, man. We booked to the brim. <laughs> we full to I mean, the yeah, top. I mean, yeah, but we got to keep it. 
We gotta keep it quiet. We gotta keep it <laughs> no, keep it we, pushing. We gotta make sure that all the stuff that's booked gets worked out. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely not. Oh man. As always, you can check us out at Whiskey Sour Hour on all platforms and be sure to subscribe to become a member of the Sour Society and gain access to the after hours. You get links to all that in the description below along with a spot to hop into the Discord and be sure to send in your questions, theories, comments, or concerns to whiskey at sourhourpod.com to be featured on a later episode. We want to thank you guys so much for your time and we hope you had as much fun listening to as we did making this week's episode. We'll catch you next Wednesday. Always remember, make it a double yoked out here guys for real though people will be impressed with the gains did you know that <laughs> did you know that <laughs> legs are small though <laughs> I, don't hit legs. I mean i do but i skipped last week and i need to start hitting legs twice a week though fuck i just don't enjoy it it's not about how much weight it is it's about how you use it though for the people it's how you use the weight, guys. Don't get yourself hurt lifting some shit that you can't handle the weight, man. I, I was bench pressing fucking... I'd be using dumbbells, though. I don't do flat bench no more. Barbell. I don't do flat barbell no more. I do fucking straight dumbbell, bro. I was hitting them 70s today, boy. Damn. Them 70-pounders, bro. 140, bro. That shit light for reps. 12 reps on a motherfucker. 10 to 12. 10 to 12. I could hit those 80s if I really wanted to. I just don't. By the time I get to the 80s, I'm already fatigued. Like, chest already fatigued. Like, you gotta do a build up. So I usually do. I used to start at like 40, 40s and to 45, 50s. And then I need to start at like 60 and then do 60, 65, 70. And then the next day do 65. Well, next chest day would be 65, 70, 75. So you just increase in the, increase the weight over time. That's what you need to do. Progressive overload that bitch. Make straight like chest gains if you do it right. You don't want your elbows too flared. Make sure they're 45 degrees. I see people out there like flaring hella elbows. You're going to fuck your shoulder, man. Your full, your your front interior delt, bro. That shit gonna be like burning like a motherfucker. Yeah, so don't fucking do that. Fucking put push your, sh- your shoulders back against the fucking bench. You know what I'm saying? Roll them bitches back, and impress like a motherfucker. And then I, yeah, I did chest and tries today, and then. So so I did, flab flat for three sets and then i did incline i did at 30 degrees not 45 30 degrees for like three sets and then i did <clears throat> some 20 pound i did some i do i did triceps so i did 20 pound fucking skull crushers i do unilateral on those skull crushers laying down get a better contraction if i like struggle i can help myself you know what i'm saying assist myself type shit so i do those for about three sets and then so I do skull crushers like that, and then kind of to, nah, actually, do, I do some kickbacks, fucking tricep kickbacks with the dumbbell, and then the one, I don't know what the, over the, over the top, I don't know what the fuck it's called, 
But it's like a, yeah, over the top, I guess. Tricep extension with the dumbbells. So I do three sets of those each. Um, then I went, then I went to the incline fucking bench press, say. I fucking went and jumped on there through 45. I, I straight threw on 45 pound plates on each side and go at it, man. So I was doing that shit. I was gonna, I was pulling, cause I was, my shit was already fatigued. So I was hitting like eight, 12 reps. I had one fool, like almost, like I had it, but he like went up behind me cause I know that fool from class. So he was like, damn, this fool pushing mad weight. Nah, I'm playing. But, um, he was trying, he went and spotted me cause I was like, fuck. And then did that for three sets as well. Chest was already pumped. Then I went over to the cable machine just to get more blood flow going in the muscles. Was doing the single uh, tricep fucking extensions, just with the cable, just holding the cable by barehanded, fucking getting good squeeze, good contraction, and then I put the flat bell flat bar on there, and did more tricep extensions, just different variations, and then did those for three sets each, and then I went over and then switched over to uh, chest cable flies. So I did one from top to down to hit the lower chest and the middle, two sets each, and I was done pretty much. 